Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Engage on UMFM 101.5. We're here today with a super special guest. We're going to be talking to Daniel from Nadinaway. Nadinaway is a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to helping at risk youth in Winnipeg. They're great at connecting at risk youth with shelter, culture, recreation, education, and providing them the support that they need for a safe and healthy lives. They have programs that target harm reduction, crisis intervention, and they try to provide stabilization for young people at risk or who are experiencing homelessness, sexual exploitation, family conflict, and mental health crisis. And they, of course, do tons of other work. And we're excited to kind of hear from Daniel and see what this work has been like. So without further ado, Daniel, you can introduce yourself and what your role is at Nadinaway. Hey, everybody. My name is Daniel. I'm the programs coordinator for Tina Safe Haven, which is one of one of our four sites that Nadinaway is operating currently. Sweet. And so you've been doing that for how long now? So I've been in the way for three years. I've just taken on, I've been their program coordinator for about a year and a half. Previously, I was doing their music program and coordinating that. And so just over the past year and a half, I've been doing the coordinating for the center and developing a little bit more of a shift into more arts programming and trying to get more creative mediums in the center. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So what has that been like for you, even if you want to touch on the music one before you became the program's coordinator? Just what has that sort of meant to you throughout this time? You've clearly been there for a while now, so it must mean a, a big deal. Yeah, you know, it means... It means a lot to me. I actually utilized a lot of the resources that Dinaway had to offer uh, when I was a youth and when I was accessing their one of their safe houses for, for youth. I really started to develop passion for, for helping and for wanting to be the change I would see. So it started, you know, for me, I've been very passionate about the work that Dinaway has been doing for, for over 15 years, even though I've only worked there for three. So they help out a lot more than I think people know. And you know, harm reduction is, is such a, a valuable thing that in a way values that we implement that in all of our programming and all of the things that we do in all of the ways that we help and, and everything's a celebration. I'm super fortunate to be able to work there and have the experiences that I have and build the relationships that I have with the youth over the time that I've been working at the center. But yeah, as I said, you know, I've been really passionate about the work that Nadinaway has been doing since I was a youth and utilizing those resources and those spaces myself when I needed a safe space. Nice. I think that's really important coming from personal experience, making sure that, you know, these youth have somebody that they're able to relate to, somebody that's come from, like you mentioned, being like a part of their programming before even working there. Just having somebody who knows that path and knows that road. So I think that that's super important for the youth. What has it been like for you to be working, you know, so closely to some of these, you know, some of these people who are at risk, some of these people who are experiencing, you know, some some pre-trails off of uh, colonization still and people who don't have, you know, supports and access and how some of the personal experience has been being just so close to the front lines well i mean like it's it's more life-changing for me ultimately at the end of the day because i get to see the growth and the change and as i stated previously we look forward to celebrating you know every single milestone and they are worth celebrating you know a lot of these youth come from very difficult things and and have experienced that through their parents and their grandparents as well so that generational trauma is definitely present within the center and it's nice to see the growth it's nice to notice a different being made no one just within Dinaway, but there's you know, there's so many resources within the community that are doing these wonderful things that I'm super fortunate. I, I don't know how else to say, you know, I learn more from the youth 
so many different ways. And my capacity for that is always growing because I understand that I'm making a difference. Even, you know, just helping somebody register for school. And it's like, oh my God, this is such a big thing. Like, you don't even realize how how proud I am of you right now, you know, but it really rubs off on me and I'm always proud, you know, it doesn't feel like work and I would implore everybody to really seek out that passion that doesn't feel like work at all, you know, I'm excited to be there, I'm excited to be at work and engage with the youth and as much as I want to say that I'm there teaching them how to do things, I'm learning more about myself and how I can develop stronger lasting relationships. That's really touching. That's that's really great to hear. That's it's super awesome to hear we have those supports. I think you said it best. Sometimes youth can be our biggest teachers and, you know, people that we engage with in the community can be our, our biggest teachers. So Nadinaway is completely accessible to for anybody to come in and just walk in through the doors? Yeah, so we have we have different sites that are operating um, for different purposes. So uh, if I was to speak specifically about Tina's, you know, we operate as a 24-7 safe space and it's more for youth directed 16 to 24. We do, however, also have our safe house, which is located on Flora, which is more for our younger youth. And that that's a place that I access as as a youth as well that is there to support and ultimately be a space if, if you need it, if, if you don't have a place to be, that's that's a wonderful space to be in. There's, you know, I, I remember the first night I stayed at Safe House that, you know, the next day I was, you know, felt a little bit uncomfortable, welcomed with open arms. We were taken to a gold eyes game and it was just, it was, it was awesome to see how Nadinaway helps help the youth when I was a youth. And we also have a safe house right behind Tina's that is more of a assisted living base where they have their own apartments and they also have the supports available within the center, within their center for whatever their needs are. I do just want to touch a little bit of base about Nadinaway's history. You know, we started in 1993 and it was basically just, you know, um, like if, if I was to say it vaguely, it was a bunch of aunties in our community that said they basically felt they had had enough with the sexual exploitation that was happening within the community. And so they had enough, they bought a house and that was the beginning of Nadinaway. And Nadinaway means our relatives home. And that's really what we are. It's, it's our space for our relatives to come if they need a safe space to be. And so within all four of our sites, I feel like that's our mission statement is to make our relatives always feel at home within our spaces. That's such an awesome story and just such a pure motive behind it from the jump. It's amazing. So when exactly did you shift from being in the program to working for the team? So it would have been a decade. I was accessing their shelter space for youth as a youth. And, and then, um, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, from 15 to 26, 27 when I started working for them. It was always what I wanted to do. And, and eventually I specifically reached out to Nadinaway and I said, you know, this is what I want to do. Like, this is where I want to be. These are the youth. This is what I want to do with my life to help and make a difference. How can I do it? And they said, drop off a resume. And, you know, three years later, I'm still, you know, still present, still able to be there. And I feel very honored because I'm, you know, I've always been recognized for the hard work, uh, just like we do with our youth. I've always felt, you know, it's such a great place to work. Our, our staff, our operations team are amazing and, and they go above and beyond for our youth and exceptionally uh, the same, the same exception for our, uh, our staff as well. Uh, so I've been there. I've been there now three years. It was a decade before I did go back uh, to Tina's and start or to Nadinaway uh, and start working for them. All right. And have there been many barriers for getting this type of work done? Just obstacles coming up to slow down the work in some way? 
Well, I, I definitely, you know, I, I, I would say colonization, colonization plays a big part in, in a lot of barriers for a lot of nonprofits and a lot of other resources in the communities. But as far as, you know, I, you know, I, I speak so highly of it in a way because I do know that even whenever there has been some sort of barrier, they, they've always overcame, you know, and, and it's always been wonderful to see that, you know, even if I was going to talk about, you know, COVID as being a barrier, you know, that was a really big hurdle that we had to jump. And this might be answering another one of your questions you might be asking later, but I, I feel it fits, especially with, with this, that, um, you know, we're always going to we're always going to experience barriers in our lives and we're always going to experience barriers in our workplaces and um, and with how things are, are going to operate sometimes but but I've, I've always noticed and respected the staff at in a way their ability to overcome and uh, and to achieve so with with covid we had to shift our entire programming from you know in person to to online and what was that going to look like and how is that shift going to take place and, and what type of content were we going to create that was going to engage so so it really started off slow and and we, we started to figure out a little bit more uh, i did uh, you can find them all on our our facebook page uh, on the dinner wave or for the dinner wave um, i have several music videos that we did to engage fun facts history videos some music tutorials on how to play some different songs as well and then we started focusing on what we could do online and how we could have that online presence because we know that that's going to be something that is not going to go away anytime soon so we're we're working towards creating more of a virtual presence a an actual website is is sort of in the works as of right now it's more of a conversation piece but we're hoping to have um, an entire place space online where you can access uh, different cultural teachings different music teachings uh, different explore different art mediums and have different tutorials right there online for you to explore and to learn with with your own hands right but that was just one of the hurdles and barriers that i've experienced working with the dinuate and we've overcame in so many different ways you know i i genuinely just being so passionate about my work I could go on for literally hours about all of the different wonderful things that we're creating I I just spent the last three months building a uh, professional sound booth with an amazing sound engineer in Winnipeg Derek Benjamin he came in and he's volunteered his time to help us build this wonderfully amazing studio and and we've spent about another seven thousand dollars on recording equipment so as soon as as soon as more restrictions ease and we're able to get our youth back into that studio we're going to be creating a lot of art and videos are going to be something that we continue to do for for an online presence because like i said we know it's not going to go away we know that covid is going to play a big part in the next chapter of our lives so we're rolling with it so to speak that's super great to hear. Um, that's awesome that you guys have overcame that. So kind of like obviously the challenges came, but just to see that everybody came in and came together to put those things together. That's awesome to hear. So you seem like you've really got it figured out at the moment. You know, these restrictions are a barrier in themselves. And through this time, you've been able to still get a lot accomplished. And you still seem to have a plan to do even more like when they're all gone. Hey. Oh, absolutely. We're even uh, we're just in the middle of planning a skateboarding camp that's going to be starting beginning of September, September 1st. We're going to be wow. starting our first. We just had uh, 15 full complete skateboards or 13 full complete skateboards and helmets donated generously by Incline Sports. It's uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Matthew Klein who did that deserved 
skateboard and he's he's developed this charity to donate skateboards to the community and we've received some so we look forward to starting that in september and that'll be one of our first actual programming things that we've been able to develop over the last few months to start doing with with some of our youth and actually getting to do things with our youth again so it's very exciting to get back to work and not just be pedaling away at videos in an office or not getting to have the engagement that you ultimately want that's incredible wow that's so needed for youth just to have that space, the resource and the things that provide them that things like yeah, myself, when I was younger, I was a skateboarder. And as well, me and Josue, we both do music. So I think it's just like, it's incredible to to know that there's these resources for youth that might not have access to these things. Um, like we had 393 on Studio 393, which provides, you know, free resources. And that was something that helped us. Uh, and I just also want to touch back a bit, a little bit on, you know, commending that personal growth uh, you spoke on, you spoke on for yourself, that personal kind of journey for yourself. And, you know, it seems that, you know, you yourself uh, have really, really grown, really grown through a lot of things and really um, like gotten yourself to a place where, uh, you're now these supports for the youth. And I just want to, you know, from your perspective, why do you think it's important for these youth to have a kind of support like you or a support like that? Like why, why is that important for these youth? You know, I just think that we need to have more leaders um, in our communities. And so, you know, I champion our youth to be the leaders in our community. And, and as I said before, you know, like I, it's important that you uh, you are the change that you wish to see in the world. And I think it starts with leadership and with promoting positive leadership, uh, creating, you know, creating that, that positive space where you have the ability to lead as well as follow at the same time. So for me, being in a position that I, I would say I'm in a leadership position with Nadinue, I value that wholeheartedly. I value the opportunities that fall at my feet because of it. And I know and I genuinely feel in my heart that if if we can promote leadership in just such a, such a simplistic way, you know, and, and, and show more people that it's, it's so important that, you know, if, if you feel that something is wrong, you know, find a way to make it right and, and set that positive example and set the bar for, for others, you know, that are in your life and, and and allow them to to exceed your expectations as well. So my personal growth all just comes from, you know, I, I love my job and, and I'm so happy to do my job and to be there because I get to watch, you know, I get to watch the, like the youth growing is is what allows my growth. It allows me the, um, the ability to notice the change is, is important and, and, and being present is important because establishing the relationships and the connections with the youth are what allow you to be that leader, you know, and um, I mean, especially in, in, in the North End, you know, or, or you know, in a, in a lot of tougher communities anywhere in the world. One of the things that you'll notice is if you don't, if, if you're not willing to give respect how you want it, you want to give it back, you're not going to get that respect. And so showing leadership and showing that it's important to lead sets a bar in a different way for our youth. And I, and I know that question is more about my personal growth, but I think my personal growth just comes from, from watching the youth learn how to lead and watching them see, you know, what are the staff doing differently than I'm doing and making an effort to, to make that change. That's the motivation for, for I think, any staff at Medinaway to, to be there, be present every day is, is that growth. Um, the personal growth comes from watching all of the other growth 
within the center and exploring that growth. That's incredible to just know about the environment and it's incredible to know that these things are here. Yeah, and a lot of people that aren't familiar with Nidinaway, like Kate had said, you know, we do a lot for the community and it's not just for those that possibly may be struggling. You know, there's culturally based activities for those who are wanting to explore their identity. There are recreational activities to meet all sorts of different hobbies and hobbies and interests. And if you are interested, that's what our resources are available for. You know, if you want to be a musician, you don't have the resources, please come and check out our space and utilize our music room. You know, we have uh, like 10 guitars, 10 electric guitars, 10 acoustic guitars, electric guitars, bass guitars, two drum sets, two keyboards, uh, a music studio that's just just about finished for us to be able to record in. And um, and there's so many opportunities for, for anybody who's interested in, in learning more about what we do. Please check out our website, check out what we're doing in our social media. And if, if anything catches your eye or catches your ear, please connect with us so that we can tell you a little bit more about what we're doing and get you involved. What's the best way that our listeners could support Nadinaway as a whole, support the various programs that you have going on? Well, there's so many different ways so many different ways that nonprofits can be supported in the community. Donations are always accepted. However, that's way, way above my pay grade. I wouldn't even be able to tell you how you could donate to Nadinaway. There's always possibilities to volunteer. We're always interested in having volunteers and people come learn more about our space just by taking part and helping. We also take part in Home Depot's Project Orange Doorway every single year. And Home Depot donates about $150,000 a year to various programming and things that are happening within Nadinaway. So feel free if you're shopping at Home Depot to always donate there as well. But if you do want to, I think if you do want to support Nadinaway, you know, and you know that there are youth in the community that you feel could benefit from some of the things that we are offering, please don't hesitate to connect with with myself or with, with anybody at Nadinaway and ask more questions. Is there any particular upcoming news or events that you have in mind that you'd like to promote a little? So we do have, like I said, we do have our skateboarding skate camp starting for our youth ages 10 to 15. That's starting September 1st. We still are accepting registration for that currently. And I look forward to seeing all the youth that are going to be coming out. We're going to be having some sponsored skateboarders come out once a week. And at the end of our camp, we're going to have a fun little celebration, some some food, little skate demo at, at the Edge Skate Park. And yeah, you know what? I we have There's so much going on. I love to promote everything. I don't think I have much more time to promote much of anything, but please do check us out online and connect with us if you have any questions. And you guys are on all social medias, right? Like uh, everyone listening can just follow you guys. Yeah, so our social medias are Relatives Homes. So you can find that on uh, Instagram. I believe our Facebook is just Nadinaway. So you can find us just by searching Nadinaway. You would be able to find us on any any social media sites. Awesome. Yeah, go go and follow them. Anybody who's listening, support them because they're doing incredible work. And- and one thing that we like to do before we have our guests uh, leave, we love to get a song that they might want to play after after the episode airs. So if off top you had a song um, that you would like to play or have played after after this episode, then we'll have that as well show up on radio. Yeah, sure. There's a there's a, a local artist whose name is Riel. He, he just did a, a released a song. Uh, not too long ago that he worked on with Sebastian Gaskin called Terrified. It's a wonderful song about domestic violence. If you guys would share that song, it's always good to support local. 100%. Yeah, we love Sebastian. He's He's been an incredible musician here in the city. I'm excited to hear Riel too. That's the first time I'm, I'm hearing of his name. So really excited that to was, hear that. 
I was just at Sebastian's house on uh on um on Saturday at like ten in the morning listening to his new album that's yet to be released. So that's exciting. He's 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 developing some amazing stuff. No doubt. Can't wait to hear some of that for sure. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, come and, and tell us a little about Nadinaway and yourself. Really appreciate it. It's been awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. And, uh, and, and I apologize to any listeners if I did ramble on. I love my job and, and I do hope that you guys enjoyed listening and learning more about Nadinaway. Um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, again, take, uh, take care. Be safe. Thank you. Uh, yeah. sa- same to you. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks so much, Daniel. Yeah, have you guys a have one. a wonderful and uh and uh take care talk to you later yeah you too i really support the work you're doing we're really excited to see what comes next thank you very much you guys and this has been engage on 101.5 with kate jones and josue devee hosted by umfm that was a great conversation with daniel please make sure to check out our previous episode which will be coming up next and this was last week we had synonym art consultation with chloe chafon so we had a very good conversation And we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.